Hey babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hello there, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast in February. We have made it through the holidays. We have made it into a new year and survived the first month. How's everybody doing? Did people set goals? Were there resolutions? Did you decide to focus on outcomes or your vision for the year? Did you pick a word for the year? I haven't mentioned this on any of the episodes yet because I only just recently, actually right before I worked on this super fun event I'm going to tell you about in a second, teen night, picked a word. And my word of the year, at first I thought, oh, was it going to be speak? Because I knew this year, I just really felt like 2024 was going to be the year that I was going to pursue speaking engagements that were paid. So I have a couple of fun things to announce. Also, I thought if I say that my word of the year is going to be speak or speaking or speaker, something like that, then I feel like I might be missing the mission part of it, sort of what I'm trying to do by getting on stage and speaking and talking about the things that I'm going to be talking about this year a whole lot more. And I decided that a better word would be serve. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know, a lot of times I talk about how my parents got it right when they named me Paige, because it means to serve or servant. And that's never been my word of the year. I've had other words, like I'll never forget the word of the year I picked when 2020 hit was patience, but we didn't know how crazy that was going to be with the pandemic. And I was like, oh boy, of all the words I picked, of course, patience. (laughs) is definitely something I need. So I do encourage you. It's really fun. I'll actually drop a link in show notes. If you want to go back and listen to a podcast episode I've done in the past, 
called word of the year or something like that. Pick a word of the year, I think is what it's called. In fact, that may have even been on the other podcast I have, the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I know I did one on there. I'll have to look back and see if I did one on the Time to Pivot podcast yet. But as I put my hand over Thor's mouth right now to try to get him to stop snoring, boy, he's just sawing logs. He just loves to come on here and let me know how boring I am. (laughs) He just snores constantly. I've listened back to some of them and my sweet Petra, who does the editing for my podcast now, I wonder if she hears it whenever she's able to play it back and do the editing. And if she so brilliantly turned down his volume or if my mic just doesn't pick it up so much, but either way, Thor, thank you so much for your encouragement, (laughs) your enthusiasm for every episode where you just lay here and snore. All right. And the whole time I'm saying that, by the way, I'm trying to get him to move and reposition him as if that's going to help. It's not, he's just snoring louder. So let's get back to why we're here today. We are going to be talking about a few different things that I thought would be good to talk about in the month of February versus January. Cause sometimes January can feel like a lot. It can feel like there's a lot of pressure to create a lot of things, to do a lot of things. Maybe you're wanting to get organized this year. And so you really want to get your house back in order after all the chaos and craziness of the holidays happened and inevitably the new stuff that landed in your home that wasn't there before. Now, again, if you've been following me for any length of time, you're going to know, I always say, do a good purge before December, before all that new stuff comes in. You want to make room for that stuff and you want to make sure you're donating or you're selling to get a little ROI, any of the stuff you're not using. So those are the types of things that tend to happen around December. And then we go into January with sort of our lofty goals and our ideas and our hopes and dreams for the year. And so this year I actually hosted the first ever teen night, and this was going to be in line with my word serve of the year. I thought, how can I serve my daughter and her age friends? They're 13 now. Some of them are still 12, but 13 now in seventh grade, she and I have a really great relationship. Oh my goodness. I hope that lasts. I really hope that lasts through the teen years. Mom, I know you're listening. I think we made it. We made it okay through the teen years. I'm sure I did plenty of things that made you insane and crazy and kept you up at night. Sorry about that. In retrospect, I wish I did better on some things, but I think mom and I, and my sweet dad too, we always really had a very open dialogue. We were just constantly in conversation with each other. I highly encourage that if you've got a team, but that's not always so easy and they're not always super willing to share. And sometimes they're more willing to share with a teacher or a coach or another parent, or maybe you guys have a great babysitter. I had the best babysitter growing up. Jennifer, shout out to Jen. I love you. I actually gave my, hold on. Let me just fully reposition this dog. He's so noisy. Okay. I'm back from repositioning the puppy. It's not even so much that I don't want you guys hearing the snoring because it's just loud and distracting, but I tend to get distracted and forget what I'm trying to say and forget the points I'm trying to make. So I'm trying to get him to be quieter so that I can focus on what I'm trying to say. So thank you for sticking with me. I was talking about my sweet babysitter, Jen. She 
was a staple in my teen years. She was a person that I felt like I could talk to if I didn't want to talk to my parents, but I will say my parents were always so awesome. And I never felt judged whenever I talked to them and I would bring up anything, anything really I needed to talk to them about. So yay, kudos to my parents. Great job, guys. Pat yourselves right on the back all day and night because you did a really good job keeping those lines of communication open. But I was thinking a lot about how, you know, not every kid has that. And I do think that my daughter has got some fantastic friends with awesome parents. And that is a really important thing in their family is that they constantly are having those lines of communication open. But I thought, you know, I really want to make sure that I always open our home as a safe place. And I always let those kids know, not necessarily so I'm like a secret keeper, but just so that they can bounce some things, ideas and whatever is going on in their hearts and their minds off of me. Oh my goodness. This dog is so distracting. He just fully turned around and just popped his little booty right down facing the camera. Thor, you're distracting me to no end today. What do you want? What's happening? What's happening? What's going on? I'm trying to do something here. I'm trying to do something important. I'm trying to tell the people about how important it is to keep the lines of communication open with your kids, especially in those teen years. So I started the first ever teen night, which I believe was a huge success. And with the help and smarts of my daughter, I'm actually going to be refining it in some ways. I, she had some great ideas and thoughts that I think where we can make it even better, but we all came together. We danced a lot and we sang a lot. She put a cute playlist together and then we all showed up in our pajamas and some of the girls really went over the top with some fabulous onesies. We had a fun pajama competition and they worked it on walk the runway and we had winners for the best catwalk. We had like a twinning winner, double winners, because they look so cute together. It was an Elmo and a cookie monster onesie set. And I couldn't choose between them because they were too good. And then we had best overall winners, which were two girls that showed up in walrus onesies. I'm talking completely committed to winning this competition. So they had to. So we had actually five winners. It was so much fun. Once we were loosened up, we laughed for a while. We danced it out. We sang some songs and we ate way too many pizza bites. Let me just tell you, that's all you need. If you're going to host one of these pizza bites, I threw in some vegetables. I threw in some fruit. They wanted the pizza bites. Okay. And the cookies, there were some chocolate chip cookies. So once we did that, we had a little presentation. I was so thrilled with how it went. These girls were so vulnerable. They were willing to open up. They were engaging in conversation. They were responding to the slides that I had put together. They weighed in on some of the stats that I had talked about. It was so much fun. Then we decided we were going to write down three things because you guys know I do everything in threes. We we're going to write down three things, three goals of the year that areas that they just wanted to work on. So whether these were goals that they set that they definitely had a clear idea of how it was going to turn out in the end, or it was just sort of a brainstorming thing just to get their brains working, to be thinking about what is it that they want in 2024. And they did that. And they did a great job. And I challenged them to pick a word of the year if that was something they wanted to do, just something that they could focus on. And if they found halfway through the year that that just really wasn't the word that they were clicking with, it just wasn't sticking with them and encouraging and motivating them, 
change it. Why not? You can change it. So I encourage you to do the same. If that is something that you're wanting to do now that it's February, don't worry that you didn't do this January 1st. I didn't do it January 1st. I did it later in January. And I'm very happy to say that serve is something that is already helping me feel like I'm moving the ball forward on the things that I'm wanting to do. So doing the team night, hosting that at our house was so much fun. And because it was in line with wanting to do speaking engagements where I was getting to share some things that have worked for me in the past. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, we also wrote a letter to our future selves. That was really fun. And I'm going to mail it back to the girls in 2025, which how wild is that? 2025. I can't wait to see what that rate number brings. So that was really fun. And like I said, I challenge you to do that. And picking a word for me was really helpful because saying serve helped me focus on that thing that I wanted to do. Now, the super cool thing is that right after that, now, spoiler alert, I actually haven't had this happen yet. We've only done teen night that happened the first week of January. Now, I haven't experienced this yet, but by the time this episode airs, it's going to be over. And I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there that it was a great success. I hosted, as if this is past tense, it hasn't happened yet. I hosted an event in my home for moms and women in the community who wanted to kind of do a similar thing, set intentions for the new year, but also talk about how we can embrace change this year without resistance, without the overwhelm and stress, and really lean in toward it with confidence, pivoting in a way that maybe we haven't in the past. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to. And like I said, I'm just going to say it was great success. I am now offering opportunities to host teen night in other people's homes. So if you found that thing that I just talked about to be interesting, and you think that your kids at your house might be interested in doing that in their home, definitely reach out to me. If you are wanting to host something in your home for women in your community that you think might need that extra support in going into the new year, I'm also available to come in and facilitate that as well. And on both of these fronts, all you have to do is put the guest list together. I will give you the link to send out to your friends or to your kids' friends. And then you provide some snacks, the home and the snacks. That's it. That's all you got to do. And I'll handle the rest. So what do you think about that? What do you think about going into the new year, pivoting instead of, staying stuck in our ways and embracing change because we know that this year and all the years in the past have just been a series of decisions that we've had to make choices we've had to make around changes that have come up in our lives. It's very easy to stay stuck and say, you know what? I like the way things are, or maybe even I don't love the things that are happening right now, but I'm kind of afraid of what it might look like if I change. That's really easy to do. I think that's really normal. But what I want you to know is that over the years, I've learned the importance and actually the peace and comfort that comes from sort of letting go and letting God and just deciding, you know what, this is a big change that's coming. I'm not going to fear it. I'm not going to stress out about it. I'm going to lean into it. And I'm going to do those three things that Paige reminds me to do where there's that art to the pivot. Number one 
you want to make sure you're doing your research. So if there's something that you're going into and you have some fear around it, or there's the unknown, I mean, that's why it's always hard to pivot with confidence and embrace change is because we just don't really know what's coming. Maybe sort of shift your mindset and decide I'm actually going to be excited about this change instead of dreading it, instead of fearing it. I'm going to say, okay, fear, you just get in the front seat with me. I talked about this on last week's episode with Julie Davies. We're just going to grab fear and say, come on, let's just go along with us. And she even mentioned last week that anxiety doesn't actually have to be a bad thing. You can take the anxiety that's coming up for you, which sometimes is a bit of fear and sometimes is a bit of excitement and just say, okay, if I'm having anxiety around this, it's because I am coming up on something that really I'm meant to be doing, or I'm at least meant to slow down and look at it from every angle and maybe approach with caution <laughs> or throw caution to the wind and just say, I'm going to go all in on this and try it because what's the harm in that? So maybe you mess up. I talked to the teens the other night and I said, have you guys heard of failing forward or how failure is feedback? It's not necessarily a failure. If you're just thinking, I have this vision, there are these outcomes that I'm going to want, I'm, I'm going to be looking toward in the future. And even if I don't necessarily nail that goal that I set for myself, if I'm shooting big enough for something, like I said to the girls, if you shoot for the moon and you don't make it all the way there, at least you're going to land among the stars. And that's pretty great to be landing among the stars, right? By the way, I totally can't take credit for that. Somebody else said it. I had that person's name in the slides, but I can't remember it at the moment. Not me. You've probably heard it before. You shoot for the moon. And if you don't make it, you're still going to land among the stars, which is fantastic. So go big this year. Go big. Don't go home unless you want to be home. Okay, go big. Go all the way big. And even if you don't achieve that exact thing in that exact goal that you had in mind, you're still going to have that forward momentum, meaning you're not going to get stuck. You are embracing change. And that is a really good, exciting thing. All right. I also want to leave you with this one thing, which is that my dear friend, bestie since the seventh grade, Tiffany sent me the most beautiful Jesus calling book. And I wanted to name this episode, Jesus calling because he's doing that. He's calling on us. He's asking us no matter what time of the year it is to step into our calling that he's given to us. And I do believe this year for me, it has to do with speaking on stages. Side note, I took a big leap of faith, which by the way, now we're going to call Julie Davies. That was our episode title last week was take a leap of faith with Julie Davies. You got to check it out if you haven't yet. I took a leap of faith. And I kept feeling, wait, now I have to tell you the story. Okay. I was going to tell you about Jesus calling. I'm going to tell you about it in just a second. Tiffany, you're up, you're coming. I'm going to tell them about Jesus calling, but I have to tell you this really cool story. So last year I had been following a guy named Taylor Conroy, and he is known for his company called Thought Leader, and they train and help people deliver TEDx talks, which then are eligible to be TED Talks. And that's one of my bucket list items. By the way, Melissa Wiggins, who is going to be coming on hopefully in February, we had actually originally, I believe in December, we were going to record a podcast episode and she was on the brink of publishing her incredible book called Unfollow. And it became a 
multi bestseller. I'm super excited for her. Congratulations, Melissa. She's going to be coming on. She's the one that talks about the messy middle and unfollow things that aren't serving you. Anyway, she and I were talking the other day because she too has a Ted talk on her list actually for 2024. So I got to be honest, I'm still working on the fact that I'm not quite sure if my plan is to be doing a Ted talk in 2024. Maybe I just need to declare it. I'm not quite there yet. I'll keep you posted. Okay. It makes me feel a little throw up -y. but I think that's what Julie said. You lean into the anxiety and maybe I just need to clear in 2024. A TEDx talk is on my list of things to do. Okay. So here's what happened last year. I was following Taylor Conroy thought leader. I was very excited because I was taking some of his free webinars and things. I was getting super inspired. And this one I was listening to, he did this pitch at the end, which people often do. I always know if I'm going to take somebody's free something or other, they're going to be pitching what their paid thing is at the end. So I was prepared. Normally it is way more expensive. I don't even know what it is. It's a, I don't know. It's a bajillion dollars usually. And last year in January, when I listened last year, they did this super exciting discount and it ended up being $6,000. It was the 12 week program. It was going to help you write and deliver your speech. It was going to be a thing that was going to get you booked on the TEDx stage. Right. Okay. So I was like, wow, this sounds great, but I don't want to pay 6k for it. Okay. So I decided this year, I'm going to watch it again. It was still going to be live. So it's going to be a little different than last year, but I was actually preparing my heart for the fact that it could have gone up. The discount that they were going to do it at this year might even be more than it was last year at 6K. So I really was preparing my heart for the fact that I didn't know if that was something that I was going to be able to pull the trigger on. I knew it was going to be valuable. I knew it was going to, listen, I've never invested in a program that I was sorry about. I actually have been very blessed in that sense because some people invest in things. They don't get a lot out of it. I will tell you, I was so grateful for a lot of the feedback that I got when I created the four day online organizing challenge in November of 2023. I got a lot of feedback of people saying, wow, that was like, everything and more. I'm so motivated. I've stayed in touch with the people that took it and especially those who showed up live. And it's been really great to see some of the progress that they've been making on organizing. Side note, if you're listening to this, the day it airs, February 5th, we are actually doing our second four-day online organizing challenge. You can click the link in my show notes right now. You can go to everythingwithstyle.com also if you want under the services tab. It says four-day online organizing challenge. Even if you're listening a few days after February the 5th, when this episode airs, it still is possible for you to join and I will be sending you all of the replay videos. So it's four days. We're going to get the replays, whether you show up live or not. But if you show up live, by the way, there are prizes to be won and they're really great. And they went over really well last year. So definitely show up live, but you could show up and do this four day online organizing challenge with us. And I am going to tell you in the end, another spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you how we can continue to work together in the future if you want to do that, because I just want to be able to support you. So back to Taylor. So PS, jump on that link right now. If you're not already signed up, definitely join us. It's going to be fantastic. And I've even been able to refine it and it's even better this time. So please join me 
for the four-day online organizing challenge. Again, everythingwithstyle.com. You can click on that under the services tab, or you can just go to the show notes wherever you're listening right now and click the link. Go straight there. Hey, it is $97 for four days that could potentially change your life and the life of your families. I'm telling you, it is that good. Okay. You've been warned. So here's the thing. I knew that Taylor was going to pitch something at the end and he was going to say, here's how we can work together. And I assumed that it was going to be that $6,000 or more. And I prepared my heart and I thought, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to see how I feel. And I was praying. I mean, I was really praying the whole time. And I was like, Lord, can you just please make it super obvious if this is something that you want me to do? If this is something that I need to invest in this year, that's going to bring me closer to the goal of serving that I want to do this year in the form of getting on stage and being able to reach more people, please, Lord, make it so incredibly obvious. So I'm in my laundry room folding laundry because, you know, us moms never stop doing that. Folding laundry, listening to the free webinar, asking some questions in the live chat. Taylor is like, Paige, great question. Here's the answer. And then he answered. I'm in it and I'm praying. And guess what happened? Well, what ended up happening is that not only was it less than $6,000, it was less than $3,000. And on top of that, there was the option for two separate payments. So the first thing I did is I texted my mom about it. Mom, you were my first text. And then I texted my husband about it because I just felt like I need to bounce this off of somebody else because I felt like God was making it very obvious. It's what I asked him to do, right? Not only did he cut it completely in half, but he also cut that payment completely in half so that I can make it in two separate months. And once I talked to these two very supportive people in my life, I decided to do it. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up I've Got You Girlfriend. The subtitle is Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can find it there on e-reader. That's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. And so I am very excited to say that I am already, now let's listen, what day is today? I'm gonna tell you right now, whoa, craziness. Do you guys believe in this whole like angels number thing with the one, 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 one? I just tapped my phone to see what date it is so I can actually tell you what day it is so I can tell you how far along, I'm gonna get this on camera right now, look at that. I know you guys might not be seeing that, but I just need that for myself. It is January 11th. January is one. The 11th is one, one. And it is one 11 in the afternoon when I am recording <laughs> this podcast. Okay, Lord. Thank you so much. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> thank you. I feel like, wow, you guys, I just have chills head to toe. This is just 
crazy. Do you guys know about the whole angel numbers thing? I don't know a lot about it. I just know my friend Paige Richardson told me years ago that like one, 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 one or something like that. Paige, are you listening? I got to send you this episode that that's like an angel number. So I just feel it. It's grandmommy, meemaw. Is that you? Are you guys telling me, Lord, I'm getting it. I'm getting the download that it was the right choice to invest in that. And I had the support of mom and my husband. And I just felt like I'm going to do this because I think this is what I'm supposed to do. So the whole reason that I was actually just going to tell you about, let me look and see what the date is. I know it's January 11th and I'm recording this is because I felt immediately like, I don't want to wait. Now, the big thing about this speaking program that I just signed up for is that it's that 12 week thing, right? Like I told you, but it has a pitch day. And this pitch day happens in May, in the month of May, okay? Listen, you guys, let's check back in together in May, okay? I'm saying all these things because I need you guys to hold me accountable. Do, call me out, hold hold me accountable, check in, DM me, text me, email me, call me if we're friends and just please let me, let me hear from you that you are like, Paige, tell us what happened in May. Did it go well? Are you going to get a TED talk? Are you booking speaking engagements? Okay. I'm asking you to help me with this because I need you. And now the Lord has spoken clearly and all the angels up there and, and it looks like it's happening. Okay. So I was telling you what the day was all because I realized that I don't actually get to pitch day until May. And what that is, is that Taylor brings in all these big wigs who actually book for all these big giant conferences all over the world to speak in. And they actually listen to a three minute pitch. That was another thing when I found out how many minutes it is that you do your pitch for. And it was three minutes. I was like, okay, is that another sign? Like, come on, you know, like it just kept feeling like I was getting signs and signs. And by the way, Nicole Shaka would tell you she was a guest on the podcast not that long ago. She will tell you that she feels like since her longtime life partner has passed away, that she is getting signs from him all the time that he is around and that he has not completely disappeared from her life. And so I just, I want to say like, if you have these signs that feel like they're coming up for you, I truly believe that it's just showing you that these things that you're desiring are for you and you should really, truly lean into them. And hello, embrace change and pivot with the confidence that you are seeing these signs and you are on the right track. So as I'm realizing, we get the three minutes to pitch to all these people that book for big speaking conferences all over the world and also that are on to book people to speak on other people's podcasts. I was like, all right, well, gosh, I'm the type of person that like when I make a decision, I'm going to do something. I just go all in and I want to do it like right then and there. So I stayed up last night until, okay, this is funny. The one o'clock hour. Okay. So this was like what? 12, 12 hours ago. I was going to say 24. No, it was 12 hours ago, 1am. And I'm watching through the courses and watching through some of the coaching stuff that's already been previously recorded before we actually get on and go through this with our speaking coach that we've been paired with. And it turns out, I just got this full, just like download of what the pitch needed to be. And so on my agenda today, it was to actually time it because I wrote it last night, this three minute thing. So say some little prayers for me. That is three minutes. I'm going to have to obviously refine it, but that's 
that's January 11th. I already have that done and I don't have to pitch it until May. So I'm just feeling like things are really aligning. And actually it's funny that I say align. I told you it's the 11th today. I am going to be going next week to the Align Conference in San Antonio, Texas. And I'm very excited about that. I feel like that's just going to sort of be that additional push that I need to get out there. So thank you for listening to all this. My heavens, I thought this was going to be a really short episode, but here we are. And I still have one other thing to tell you. And that is my bestie, Tiffany, got me this new Jesus Calling journal, actually the note-taking edition. So I have actually read and I've posted things from Jesus Calling. It's something that I used to do in my classroom when I was a teacher as well. I love it. If you are not familiar with Jesus Calling, it is a fantastic daily devotional. You can just open it up. You can read a little something. There's usually a scripture and sometimes two or three. I actually noticed that in all of these that I've looked at so far, there are three. Hello, what is going on? I'm just getting on the signs. Okay. This is the beautiful, I don't know if this is leather, but it feels leather bound. I don't know if it's vegan leather. I don't know, but it's the kind of smell of the book that you love when you go into the library or you like that or a bookstore and you smell the books. I love it. It's the new book smell. Okay. And the old book smell too, coincidentally. This says Jesus calling, enjoying peace in his presence. It's the note-taking edition by Sarah Young. I love on the back, it says, in your presence is fullness of joy. Psalm 16, 11. My best friend, Tiffany said two things. One, I wanted to feel closer to you. And I got this for myself and for you. So now, cause she's in Tennessee and I'm in California. She said, it feels like we're closer because we can be going through this and doing this together every day. So I love you, Tiffany. I love it so much. Secondly, she said, also, I knew you'd love it because it's black. It is. It's this very cool, like charcoal gray and black with this beautiful gold embossing. Is that what that's called? Where it's like gold leaf lettering, whatever that word is. It's beautiful. So I highly recommend getting this Jesus calling. I will actually figure out where she, I think she was able to get it on Amazon. So I'll find it and I'll put the link in show notes. It's beautiful. And then I just wanted to share two things that I, on the day that I got this from her, which I believe was January 9th, I saw two things that again, we're just signs. As far as I'm concerned, they are signs from God, from Jesus. He is calling us. Are we going to answer? Are we going to step into it? January, the very first thing, look how beautiful I don't know if this part is going to show up. Okay. On my little clip that Simon Gould helps me post on social media. Okay. January. Here's the verse. I've said it so many times on this podcast. This is the first verse that I opened it to. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. So if that's not encouraging for the new year, I don't know what is. He has plans to prosper us, not to harm us. And there is hope for our future. Amen. Can I get an amen wherever you're listening? Can I get an amen? All right, let's go. January 9th. I wanted to just read this to you really quickly because I loved it so much. This was the very first day that I read this, that after Tiffany sent it to me, it arrived and I got it on the ninth. And this is what it said. I am with you and for you. I wrote over the top with arrows. I feel this. Okay. I am with you and for you. When you decide on a course of action, wait, I got to pause because I got to say, I want you to be hearing this and thinking 
God is talking to you. Jesus, Jesus is calling and he's knocking and he's calling your cell phone and all the things. And he's saying, this message is for you. So I want you to hear this. And I want you to be thinking, not the situation that was going on with me and how this impacted me. I want you to be thinking about how this is going to impact you and the rest of your year. Okay. Do over. Thank you for hanging with me. I am with you and for you. When you decide on a course of action that is in line with my will, nothing in heaven or on earth can stop you. Hello. You may encounter many obstacles as you move toward your goal, but don't be discouraged. Never give up. With my help, you can overcome any obstacle. Do not expect an easy path as you journey hand in hand with me, but do remember that I, your very present helper, am omnipotent. Much, much stress results from your wanting to make things happen before their times have come. One of the main ways I assert my sovereignty is in the timing of events. That really resonated with me. The timing has to be right, has to be in line with what his will is, not just what we're trying to race ahead and do. If you want to stay close to me and do things my way, ask me to show you the path forward moment by moment. Just like I was in that laundry room and I was praying moment by moment as I folded my clothes and I prayed, Lord, if this is what you have for me, please make it obvious. And I prayed every moment by moment that Taylor was talking and every single time I said another prayer, he lowered the price and I would say another prayer and he lowered the price. And finally, I just had to stop saying, is this right for me? And I realized it was. So I want you to be thinking about this action that you're going to be taking. And I want you to be willing to proceed, knowing that it needs to be in alignment with God's timing, because that is when he's going to bless it, bless it beyond our wildest dreams. Remember, because he has plans to prosper us, not to harm us. And he tells us that there's hope in our future. All right, let's see. I left off. Got, I got distracted here. Mm, oh timing of events. That's where we were. If you want to stay close to me and do things my way, ask me to show you the path forward moment by moment. That's where we were. Instead of dashing headlong toward your goal. That's what I tend to do. Instead of dashing headlong toward your goal, let me set the pace, slow down and enjoy the journey in my presence. So I'm encouraging you today that if you are a person that tends to just fly forward and attack things, be willing to slow down and do it alongside God instead of at the pace that we think we need to set for ourselves. For me, that's really hard. And then maybe for you, your pace is always slow. And maybe this is the year that God's saying, Hey, I'm running alongside, I'm jogging alongside you. Maybe you're not at running yet, okay? I'm a runner. I'm not a runner in real life. I'm a runner in my brain and how I get to goals. I should be a runner in real life. I really should be. So I want to encourage you to slow down or if this is the year that you need to pick up the pace, either way, God is with you. He is walking with you. Are you going to answer the call and join him on your journey. And there are three other verses, but I really just wanted to say that this one I love so much because I also have said this in a podcast that aired 
yesterday, a couple of days ago. See, it's all crazy now because I'm recording in January or listening to it in February. It doesn't matter when it was, but it was on the episode that I just listened to with Beth Stanfield, which too is fantastic. If you guys have not heard that, go back and listen to Beth's episode, but this is what it says. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? I just said that on that episode I listened to. That's Romans 8, 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? And one more for nothing is impossible with God. And that's Luke 1 37. So you guys, I just thank you so much for listening. Like I said, this was a way longer episode than I expected, but I needed to tell you about T9. I need to tell you about the new fun four day online organizing challenge, because these are things that you can take part in. If you want me to come and speak in your home, if you are local, or if you're not too terribly far away, I will come and do that as well. Let's get something on the calendar. Let me send you the landing page that you can send out to somebody else and say, join me. I'm going to have good snacks. Then you got to make sure you have those mini pizza bites from Trader Joe's. Okay. Cause those are just a big hit. You're going to have good snacks and let's have some conversations about setting intentions for the year. Let's talk about embracing change and pivoting with confidence because we know we're not alone, right? God has plans to prosper us, not to harm us. And there is hope for our future. So make sure today you say a little prayer. You say, God, what do you want for me in 2024? What do you want for me? Because what you want for me is what I want for me. Because I know that when we join forces, we are better together and you are then going to bless all the next steps that I'm making in my life. Doesn't mean there aren't going to be obstacles, but that's the great part about doing it with him you get to go through the obstacles together. Can you imagine going through the obstacles without him? Can you imagine trying to just white knuckle it and say, I'm going to do everything on my own because this is my personality or I'm too afraid to ask for help or whatever the hangups have been in the past. We're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. Last year, my word was contentment. I got to spend a lot of fun, cozy, snuggly days with my little furball Thor back here. And it was really nice because honestly, had he not been here to slow me down, I wouldn't have stopped for so long being in home organizing for all my awesome clients. Cause nothing was going to keep me from that. I love doing that. It's one of my favorite things, but I needed to slow down. And in fact, I needed to stop doing that for such a long time and be content with where I was. And I started listening more when I was praying and I started hearing that there were some other plans for me. And I'm so grateful that I took the time to do that because I've literally never in my life done that. My mom who's listening knows that about me. I've literally never stopped or slowed down. I've always had a job. I have always had plans that I'm making. I'm always three or four or 10 steps ahead of what it is that I need to be doing. And this past year, not the whole year, but a lot of 2023, like the second half of it was me saying, okay, if my word of the year is contentment, I really need to work on that. And I needed to slow down and I needed to stop. And that is when I was able to create these new virtual online services that I'm able to offer more people than just the one family or the one mom that I'm helping in her home. I'm able to do that more. So I just encourage you to look at what it is that you think that you need to be working on this year. And don't be afraid to pick a word that's really out of your comfort zone 
oh my goodness, contentment for me last year, that was a word that I've like never even say, I don't even say that word. I would like to think I'm content with a lot of good things in my life, but the truth is I wasn't slowing down long enough and feeling content with my surroundings because I was always on to the next thing. It was like, oh, start another podcast, write a book, create these social posts, do this, that, whatever. And I realized I needed to just sit in it, curl up with a cute puppy for a while, be there for my family. We started playing a lot of card games this year. And if you know the game, nerds, that was really fun this year because now I have my baby who is going to be 10 this year. He's going to be two hands. That's my baby. He's going to be two hands. He learned how to play nerds and it turns out he's really good at it and he crushes me. He just happens to be home from school today. And I bet when I get off of this call, he's going to have heard what I just said. And he's going to say, Hey, can we play nerds? And then we're going to have to play nerds. And then he's going to beat me. And then we're going to go watch his sister play basketball and volleyball today. It's a full day. See how contentment is hard for me because <laughs> I've always got stuff going on. Last year was the year for contentment. And this year is the year that I am so excited to serve. And that is you. And that is other people in the community. I look forward to doing that. So if there's something that I can do to help you today, please let me know. Don't forget to check the show notes for some of those links that I hope will be helpful for you. And I look forward to talking to you next week for some more on how we can embrace change and pivot with confidence in 2024. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple Podcast, hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one -on -one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others, and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this. Your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.